What's up, collective, specifically my 20-year-olds out there? Hope you guys are doing well, and I hope, as always, that this episode sheds some light on some challenges maybe that you're having, or helps, or guides you, or just entertains you. Um, I have kind of mentioned these things throughout the history of this podcast, but I really wanted to hone in and dedicate a whole entire episode to how to survive your 20s. Now, remember, this is based on my own life experience, my own opinions, and things that I have seen that do not work and that do work from other people, um, whether they are in their 20s or they're older now and they've learned from it from their 20s, which is my case. I had just turned, I didn't just turn, I am 41 now, so I've lived a pretty long life already. I'm almost in that midway point. And I was literally just having this conversation with my son the other day, and I say this a lot, and I've said it to people I know in their 20s or who are about to be 20. And just a preference, that's kind of where I'm gearing, gearing this towards. It's it's kind of like from the time you're 18 till 30, I would say, because I am going to do a How to Survive Your 30s um, after this, so look out for that, but... Whether you're going into your 20s or whether you are in the middle or whether you're at the end, it doesn't matter. This is going to help you. Even if you're 45 and you listen to this, I feel like it's it could help you. I, you know, some of it anyway. Because at the end of the day, I always say this, your mind is what carries you through this life. And once you get your mind right, once your mindset is in a forward-moving trajectory... It's a lot easier to deal with things that that you run into along the way. Now, to what I was talking to about my son the other day is that I, I kind of warned him, you know, but I'm being serious about it, like, in a lighthearted way, if you will, because I don't want to scare him. But his 20s are going to be difficult. Your 20s are supposed to be difficult. And that's really where I want to start this so that you guys understand that this is going to probably make sense to you if you're like 23, 24. Your 20s are your most difficult decade. Okay, this is my opinion. Remember, my opinion. Some 60-year-old might feel differently. I feel like your 20s are your most difficult and challenging times for you mentally, okay? And that's really what I'm focusing on. And that's what you have to first remember, So if you're 18 or if you're 19, you're about to go into your 20s, or if you just started, you're 21, you're 20, 22, really remember that this is going to be difficult, okay? But also remember, it doesn't have to be, okay? Just like anything in life, just like any age, just like any decade, life is only as hard as you make it, and, you know, one of the... the, I guess the best things to describe this is, you know, looking at your life through the lens of someone else, right? I mean, because we all go through this, and especially in your 20s, and especially in this day and age, because we can see a glimpse into other people's lives online, and we start to envy, we start to fantasize, we start to wish that, that we were them, right? 
And we forget that we're so, we're so important just being ourselves. And then we also forget that that person that who we're idolizing or who we're envious of, they are doing the same thing. Their envy is and idolizing someone else. It could be you. And I know a lot of you are like, whatever, Nina. But it's true. It's absolutely true. You are not the only person that is, you know, having a bad day. Because that's what it all chalks up to, guys. It all just is really you surviving 24 hours. Right? And I say surviving and it sounds so detrimental and serious, but... It really is just that simple. You just have to get through 24 hours. You just have to focus on 24 hours. You just have to deal with 24 hours. You just have to deal with one day. I think the reason that especially 20-year-olds get so stressed out or, you know, have these bouts of depression and there's so much suicide in 20-year-olds, it's so scary, is because they're so focused on things that haven't happened yet. They're so focused on next month, two years from now, five years from now. That whole like, what's your five-year plan? What's your 10-year plan? I think those are, are honestly triggers for mental illness. I think they're triggers for anxiety. Um, it's, there's nothing wrong with planning out your life and having goals and things, but you change every single day. You change every single day. It may not be catastrophic. It may not be so much that you can notice, but you change every single day. And for you to set something as like a five-year plan when you're 23 years old, you're setting yourself up for failure. You're setting yourself up for failure because you are thinking that in five years, when you're 28, that you're going to be the same person and want the same things and like the same things when you're 23. So if you're one of those people who like to journal, which I'm not, if you're one of those people who like to make lists, I'm not, if you're one of those people who like to plan out your weeks, I am not. And it's not to say that that's something bad, there's something wrong with that, but how are you handling when things don't go the way you've quote unquote planned them to go, right? And I'm talking specifically if you're in that age bracket of 18 to 30, how are you handling disappointments how are you handling not achieving a goal and be honest with yourself I can't hear you so be honest with yourself maybe even say it out loud make it real because sometimes when we just say things in our head I don't feel like they are they bring us into reality or we focus on them too too much especially more than if we were to say it out loud I feel like when we say things out loud it kind of I don't know. It's it's almost as if we're talking to ourselves. We can hear it, right? And in our brain, in our thoughts, we hear that all day. So it's kind of chatter sometimes and we, we don't acknowledge it all the time. So try to say it out loud. Something that I have in my singles guide is uh, mirror therapy. And you have to, everybody walks by a mirror at least once a day. And I feel like instead of just it being some routine thing that you always do that you never really think of, stop for a second and look at yourself and just say one positive thing to yourself or one thing that will make you smile or laugh, right? 
don't always resort or default to the negative. And that's kind of shifting into like this next tip or survival, whatever. Um, we default to being negative. And it is so much more apparent when you're in your 20s. And I get it. You're being bombarded with hormones in your 20s. You know, your brain is, is fully developing. You're, you're going through a lot of changes physically within the body. So it's going to definitely trigger some things in your head. You know, it's going to trigger the way that you look at stuff, the way that you think about things. And it's easy. It's easier. I, I don't know why. I don't know why humans decided long ago that it's just easier to be negative more so than positive. But unfortunately, that is the hand that we've been dealt. And we have to just deal with it. We have to roll with it, right? And But knowing that is the key. Understanding that is what's going to help you. Remembering that is what's going to get you through. But we don't. We don't remember that. Because it is just so embedded in human beings to be judgmental. It's so embedded in human beings to be negative. It's so embedded in human beings to have fear. And that is just how we think it's supposed to be. And that, you know, anything that is good for us takes hard work. But that's if you look at it as hard work, right? One thing that I will say is... It's 100% okay to be negative, okay? It is not necessarily something... I feel like people think that they need to fix themselves when they're negative. Oh, I need to take a pill. I need to see a therapist. I need to do this. I need to read a book. I need to do that. It's a normal part of your brain. It's a normal part of the way that you think. It's a normal part of how everybody thinks. So it's not abnormal to be negative, okay? But we take it too far, especially in our 20s. Because everything in our 20s seems so severe. You know, we're, we're finally an adult. So now we get to do whatever we want, right? We're free. Well, I've noticed a lot with freedom comes what? It's another thing that humans default to. I just said it, fear. Freedom, for some reason, for a lot of us, equals fear, it, it, it means we're out of control. Why? Why does freedom mean that to you? If it does. Freedom can be a beautiful thing. It can be an exhilarating thing. It can be a thrilling thing in a good way. So it's really hard in your 20s to get past looking at life telescope telescope you know what i mean through a telescope right it's really hard to have your peripherals open to what's going on because you're very hyper focused on what you think you should be hyper focused on and yes it does go with the times i mean when i was 20 I, we didn't have instagram so it is a little different but the mindset doesn't change very much Whatever my Instagram was in my 20s is just what you guys in your 20s are dealing with now on Instagram. So it's not as if it's, it's any real difference in the mindset. It's just maybe more visually or maybe more readily available, which can make things more stressful. Yes, I understand that. But I'm telling you right now, I will be very transparent. I was a nightmare in my 20s. 
This is my opinion of myself. I had, and I've talked about this a bunch on this podcast, but if this is your first episode, I have, I, I, I very much dealt with low self-esteem. I very much dealt with, you know, my inner bitch ran the show for most of my 20s. I started to catch on. I started to become aware when I got pregnant. Because when you're pregnant, if you're, you know, if you've never been pregnant or if you're a man, when you're pregnant, your body does a lot of the talking for you. It does a lot of the decision making for you. It decides when you're going to go to the bathroom. It decides when you're going to sleep. It decides a lot. You, your, your kid essentially growing in there really makes you very present um, with the bodily functions and something that I talk about a lot is you know breathing is the easiest way to become present and when you're pregnant it's your breathing is constricted it all you almost feel like you can't breathe sometimes so I became very hyper aware of myself and what was going on around me when I was pregnant I was also highly emotional because my hormones were crazy so I had no choice I had no choice. I was going to be pregnant for nine months. And for nine months, I had to become very, very aware of myself, of people, of everything. Not to say that I did it all correctly or, or in the right way or positively even. Because I was only 25. Or I was 25. I shouldn't say only 25, but I was 25. So I wasn't quite there. I wasn't quite to that place of being out of that challenging decade. But man, and and let me just preference, I'm not saying to go out and get pregnant, girls, and this is how you're going to be able to survive your 20s. I'm not saying that because some people do that and it's even worse. Um, Some people aren't ready to have children. Even at 27, some people aren't ready to have children. They're not emotionally ready. They're not physically ready. um, They're not mentally ready. Um, Now, obviously... If you do get pregnant in your 20s and you're not physically, emotionally, financially ready, just remember you're never going to be ready to raise a human being. <laughs> there's no there's no perfect time for any of that stuff. But, you know, I do see a lot of women thinking that the clock is ticking and they only have so long and that they should do this because, oh, if I wait till I'm 35, then da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. And that's that goes part in with having that plan. You know, life is not a plan. Life can't be planned out. Because if, it, if you look at it that way, you're going to be disappointed every time because life is happening around you, right? It's not planned out for you. It's happening around you all the time. And you can't control other people and you can't control situations. So that brings me into my next tip, I guess, of how to survive your 20s you are not in control and that's okay. That's okay. You are not in control of how another person speaks to you. You're not in control of how another person treats you. You're not in control of the government. You're not in control of tomorrow. You're not in control, okay? And it's like one of the basic needs of a human being is to have sense of control, because it goes back to that whole freedom being fear thing and feeling out of control. But 
you have, it's like you have no choice though. These are things that are inevitable. These are things that just are. And that is where I think human beings bang their head against walls, especially 20 year olds. Because we feel like we have to control everything. Some people more than others. Some people are control freaks. But all of us, as a collective, we all feel like we should control everything. We may not say it. We may not engage in it all the time. But there is a part of us that feels like we need to be in control all the time. And when you're in your 20s, you have that that freedom, right? And along comes with it that fear and feeling out of control. So that's what we, I think that's what 20-year-olds try to strive for is the control. Let me control my relationship. Let me control my boyfriend. Let me control my my job and my work hours and my going out and my social life and my Instagram content and this, you know, we try to control everything. And I see, this is a perfect example of this. I see this with young women in their 20s who try to control their boyfriends or their significant others. And it usually comes from lack. It usually comes from lack of confidence. It usually comes from low self-esteem. It usually comes from some fear. Okay. Anytime you try to control the situation, it usually stems from fear, but specifically, and I'm speaking to women specifically who date men, when you have that controlling aspect where you want to know where your boyfriend's at, I've, I've seen now 20 year olds, they keep their locations on with each other. And I understand the world's a different place. It's a lot scarier times that we live in. But, you know, is that going overboard? I feel like a lot of you, if you're 20 in your 20s, you you disagree with this because it's just kind of your norm now because of the technology that you guys have. To me, it is a little strange. It is. It's a little abnormal to know where somebody's at all the time, 24-7, and to... Know that they looked at your text message. and I mean, all of that stuff is like really strange to me. You, When do you have your own time to yourself? I would love it if some of you would give me feedback on this. But like really, I, I want to understand like when are you getting time for you? And not that you're being sneaky. Not that you're hiding something that you're not supposed to be doing. I mean, unless you are. Um... But just to have somebody know every move that you make or or multiple somebodies, it's, it's a way of control. That's what it is and it stems from fear. Is that person going to cheat on me? Is that person going to a place I told them not to? First of all, you shouldn't be deciding on where people go, okay? The thing is, yes, we can we can help other people, but we can't. We're, we we don't have remote controls to them. You know, this is not a game. We're not ready player one. Okay, we only have the remote control for ourselves. So if you're doing that, you know, even if you're not in your 20s and you're doing that, really take a step back and ask yourself why you're doing that. You know, why are you doing that? Why am I doing that? Why do I always watch my husband get in and out of the car? Right? And that's a silly example, but people do this. Why am I doing that? Oh, because I want to see if he gets on his phone before he leaves. Why? Why do I care if he gets on his phone? Because what if he's texting somebody? What does it matter if he's... You know, these are the conversations that I know people are having in their head. So they've spent maybe 
two to eight minutes in fear. And it may not seem like a long time. It may not feel like a long time, but that's eight minutes of fear that you've allowed and that is going to carry over into maybe the next two hours or the next two days. And guess what's controlling you now? Your fear. So if you are in your 20s and you think you have to have it all figured out because even though you're going to sit there and say, no, no, I don't think that way. Yes, you do. We all do. I've never met anyone in their 20s, including myself, who didn't. And it's so much worse now. I feel like people in their 40s do this shit. I feel like people in their 50s do this. They think they they have to have it all figured out. Oh my God, you know, and, and, it, and it it just, whatever decade you're in, that's like your, that's what you're worried about. Like 20 year olds, I feel like half of them are worried about getting married and having kids and the other half of them are worried about becoming entrepreneurs. Not saying either one of those things is wrong or bad, but it stems from society. Those two things stem from society. Is it really what you want or is it what you want people to see you doing? Now, the thing is, and I was just having this conversation the other day, everyone wants love. Everyone wants love. There's not one human being in this world who doesn't want love, that doesn't want a companion, that doesn't want romance in their life. And when you're 20, it could seem like it's the hardest thing to do, especially now. I feel so sorry for you guys in your 20s and you're dating. Ugh, I would I mean, I don't I hate dating. I think dating's just the most pointless fucking thing of all time. But like when you're in your 20s and you're dating, oh my god. Oh my god. I will tell you guys a little story and I think I might have said the story on a different episode, but whatever. And this is not a flex, okay? Just so you guys know, I'm not telling you this because I think that I'm the shit for it. This was a nightmare for me, okay? When I was in my 20s, I was dating five different guys at one time, okay? Not sleeping with them before any of you fucking call me hooker. I was not sleeping with them, but I was seeing, you know, I was like hanging out with five different guys. And what I realized is I didn't really want any of them. I just wanted the attention, right? I just wanted the attention. And I know it was because of where I was at. It was because I was in my fucking 20s. Because I never felt that way in my 30s. Not one day of my life in my 30s did I feel like that. And I have yet to feel that way in my 40s. I know I've only been doing it for two years. But I have yet to feel that way in my 40s. Dating multiple people is a fucking nightmare. It's a nightmare. I don't care what anybody says. I don't care if some cocky dude is listening to this. And he thinks he can handle dating six people. At one time, you're full of shit. It is stressful. It is, it's just not something that is a normal thing for a human being. We are designed to interact with multiple people, yes, but not when you're connecting. You're not supposed to connect. That cord cannot go out to multiple people at the same time. It just cannot. So when you're doing stuff like that, you may think it's a flex. Oh, I get to tell my homeboy I've got, you know, four girls on my roster. Or I can, you know, I'm texting five people right now. It is a nightmare. And at the end of the day, you're doing it out of loneliness. 
You're doing it out of, I want other people to think I'm cool. You're doing it because of what? Because you're looking for love. But I promise you, if you're looking for love, you're not going to find it if you're talking to more than one person. You're just not. So I don't want to make the rest of this episode about love in your 20s. Um, And if you guys want me to do um, an episode about that, I will. But it just goes along with the mindset because it's something that humans hyper-focus on, but it's something that specifically 20-year-olds, um, especially nowadays, it's like nobody wants to commit anymore. Nobody just wants to be with one person. People now are talking about their good being single for the rest of their life or, you know, I don't know. And then there's a flip side of that for me too is getting married too young. I don't think people should get married when they're 19 years old. I just don't. I don't think, especially in this day and age, I, you know, because you just, you need that time for you. You just need that time for you. Now, with that being said, the last thing that I'm going to touch, touch on about surviving your 20s is right now, think to yourself, who do you spend the most time with? This could be for any age, but really in your 20s, look at your life. Who do you spend the most time with? And be real honest with yourself. Are these people, you know, when you get off the phone with them, are you feeling inspired? Are you feeling good? Are you feeling like you want to, you can't wait till the next time you speak to them? You know, if you're, have a friend group that likes to go to the bar five days a week and you don't you know what I mean like really who are you spending your time with because remember money is not what is most valuable in this life I know that for me I realized especially in my 30s and I can't wait to do how to survive your 30s I want to spend as much time, because I know time is, you know, it's man-made, but as much time as I have, I want to spend it feeling good, and I strive for that every single day, every single day, even though there are going to be times when I might have a whole day that's shit, it might just be one thing after the other, and I'm just mentally, physically, emotionally exhausted at the end of it. I am going to promise you that's not going to carry over into my next day. You know why? And I say this all the time. Because I choose to not. I choose not to. I know that you guys are probably so sick of seeing the love yourself quotes and the self-help this. But really, the only key thing that you need to remember, the only quote that you need, the only meme that you need, the only gift that you need, is to take care of your mental health. You need, that needs to be your priority every single day. Every single day, you need to make sure that you are thinking things that get you through that 24 hours. And remembering that life is never going to be 
happy and wonderful every second of the day. Being realistic, guys, I talk about that all the time. It's the reason I started this podcast because being realistic in that way of just understanding that sometimes shit's going to suck. Sometimes it's going to suck. Sometimes life is going to suck. Because you're not in control of it. Because you're not in control of other people. Because you have an injury. Because some bill came out that you weren't realizing was going to happen. That you got into a car accident because some idiot was fucking drunk driving. Life is going to suck sometimes. But life is going to be amazing sometimes too. And I live for both of it. I know that sounds weird, but I live for both of it. Because even in the sucky-ass times, some good shit comes out of that. Some really good life experience comes out of bad times. You know, you realize how strong you are. You realize how much stuff you can get through. You realize how much you can help somebody else. That's what I'm doing with this podcast. All the negative crappy days or situations or experience that I've had that I've encountered I can now utilize that into this podcast and help so it's not all for nothing it's worth it I'm getting so emotional right now it's so worth it it's so worth it life is worth it I wish I could hug you guys. I feel like there's people listening to this right now who need a hug. And I'm hugging you. I'm virtually hugging you. I'm squeezing you very tight. And I used to say this on almost every episode. Everything is going to be okay. When you're in your 20s, everything seems so much harder. Everything. Grocery shopping, cooking, dating relating should I be a Christian should I go to church I mean every decision is so mum it's like this thing that you it's like a big mountain that you feel like you can't ever see over the other side of it but it's only because you're making it that way I promise you it's really not I'm on the other side of it guys I made it I made it I made it on the other side And who are you going to listen to? Are you going to listen to somebody who's still in it? Are you going to listen to somebody who made it on the other side? I made it on the other side and I didn't do any magic. I don't, you know what I mean? Like there isn't any fucking special sauce that you can get to get through it. You are the special sauce. It's going to be okay when you decide so. So start right now. Start right now. After you get off this podcast, when it is over, tell yourself it's going to be okay, damn it, because I say so. Oh, right now it's not okay, but it, it will be. It will be. We go through sad shit, guys. We go through shit that makes us mad. We go through stuff that worries us. You're going to continue to go through those things. 
But understand that when you're in your 20s, it's a lot harder to get over it. It's a lot harder to tell yourself it's going to be okay and believe it. But I'm telling you because I've gone through it. I promise you. Send me your questions. I guarantee you I've gone through it. Guarantee you. I guarantee you I've dated the guy. I guarantee you I've had the job, got fired from the job, had the fight with the friend, talk shit about the friend, had the friend talk shit about me, got cheated on. I, I'm telling you, I've probably been through it. And if I haven't, I know somebody who has because I'm on the other side. I was 21 20 years ago. You know what I'm saying? So, you don't need to listen to me. You don't need to listen to anybody. But if you're going to listen to yourself, you better be telling you the shit that gets you through that 24 hours. And I'm going to leave you guys with this. Every day is a gift. Every day. Every day that you wake up and you're breathing... And you get to do it all over again is a gift. And I don't mean some fucking quote. It is true. Being a human doesn't have to suck. It really doesn't. If you want to look at it that way, fine. Do whatever you want. I don't even know why you're listening to this podcast. If that's what you're choosing to do with your life. Because on this podcast, this collective, we don't do that. We don't do that. We know that that's, that's not a way to live. I love you guys so much, and until next time, ciao.